the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, it's Thursday. Ken Yang will be with us in just a moment. He's on his way here. He just texted me, said he's just a couple of minutes out, so he'll be joining us today. Joel Johnson, you won't want to miss his segment today. He'll be in on the 735 segment talking about new things that are going on in roofing, and it's going to change roofing for homeowners uh, as they know it, and he'll be talking about that and what you should know about as as well. The uh, special session is underway uh, at the Capitol, and I wanted to pick up with that to start off today. Uh, State Representative Julie Mayberry uh, filed House Bill 1003, but it was pulled down because it didn't have enough votes to, I think, pass out of committee. And... Uh, People didn't like some of the things that she had in it, uh, like mask mandates, things of that nature, 30 days uh, for school systems and uh, things like that. Despite an effort to make amendments, House Speaker Matthew Shepard said he didn't believe this changed votes yet, but uh, conversations are ongoing. Here's what her proposal says. It would allow local school boards to uh, implement a mask mandate based on the number of infections in their community using the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement data. A board could implement a mandate if they have 50 new infections per 10,000 residents in a 14-day period. A mandate would only apply to students under 12 years old as specified by the governor's call. The current proposal would allow the board to implement the mandate for up to 60 days. However, following the debate, Mayberry told KATV she would amend it to 30 days. Following that time period, a board would have the option to reassess and place another mandate if necessary. Uh, Mayberry noted that in circumstances where students can spread out, such as on the playground or in a gym, that mask would not have to be required. Along with Mayberry, Marion School District Superintendent Glenn Finter spoke in favor of the bill. Uh, Finter's district began the school year last week, already had to quarantine 750 students. Now, let's, let's understand something about quarantine. That means they came in contact with somebody who had COVID. All right, doesn't mean they have COVID, just came in contact with someone 
Uh, he said so far, 43 people have tested positive for COVID-19. That's not just students. That's faculty. That's janitors. That's bus drivers. That's everybody. Uh, quote, two days into our second week, we have 27 positive cases and uh, have quarantined 562 as of last evening, Finter said. My concern is that we can't teach our kids if they're quarantined. Oh, wait a second. Didn't we do that last year? Didn't we teach the kids if they weren't at school? It would seem that they could carry on classes uh, on online as well as um, as well as in in stu- in uh, in classroom. When I was in uh, oh in, in grade school, television was just being looked at um, for the most part, uh, and UHF was what was being uh, being used, and you could sit at home and watch. They just put a camera up a decent microphone so you could hear the teacher and you could watch the class. I don't see where that could be completely out of vogue. Um, Dr. Joe Thompson, uh, ACHI's executive director, confirmed that based on the infection rates, at least 100 school districts would qualify for a mask mandate under Mayberry's uh, proposal. But it's been pulled down because it doesn't have the necessary votes. Uh, There does not seem to be any appetite for a mask mandate. Now, today, a piece of legislation that's going to come up is with uh, State Senator Alan Clark, and he says, hey, if you're in a school, your child's in a school where they come up with a mask mandate, you don't want your child to have to go to that school because you don't believe in mask mandates, then your child should be able to carry the funds that the state would pay the school that they're in to go to a school of their choice, uh, whether it be public, private, charter, whatever, uh, that uh, doesn't have the mask mandate. And we'll see how far that gets. I I can tell you right now, there's not a Democrat probably that's over in the Capitol that can vote for that. Just can't do it. But it would be held up uh, first over in the... uh, the Senate, I guess, Health Committee, and they'll make the decision uh, whether it could get out to the floor. So lots of discussion going on, Ken Yang. Uh, it goes to show that there's a lot of people who have different ideas on all of this. How long do you think the special session is going to last? Uh, typically three just, days, <clears throat> I think, is yeah. what they get now, right? Typically, special sessions last three days. Uh, the the law allows the legislature to extend a special session if they have two thirds vote, uh, but you can only extend it a max of fifteen days, I believe. Okay. Um, and that's in the code. So I, you know, I would say Thursday. I I don't really see them going past Friday, but I could be totally wrong. Do you see them finding any common ground here? Uh, I think. After yesterday, uh, I think you saw Democrats and Republicans voice their uh, concerns. And, you know, I I think they voiced their uh, opinion that they would be willing to support Representative Mayberry's bill if certain uh, amendments were made. One Uh, being 30 days and not 60. And what else? 
Uh, I think that uh, and maybe uh, tightening up where, when uh, a master required and also uh, accountability. You know, you have to pass the bill that has, has some some teeth in it um, or it really just doesn't matter. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, th- this is my personal opinion. When, when the public testifies and when you make threats to uh, legislators, uh, with threats, you know, threats may not be the right word, but when you talk about, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a list of you, find you a primary opponent and whatnot, that it really is not conducive to the conversation of the bill itself. And whether you like it or not, this is his opinion, whether you like it or not, that Republican that was close to voting no on the bill just became closer to voting yes on the bill. And so a lot of times we, as political people, as people in the grassroots that are involved and things of that sort, we want these Republicans to do the right thing. Uh, it, it's, you know, I was on the show last week. It's clear where I stand on uh, amending the mass mandate. I've, I've said no time and time again. But it's a lot of times at the Capitol, you know, this, you've gone there longer than I have. It's more than just a debate on policy. Yep. It's a lot of uh, emotion. It's a lot of uh, personalities. Personality. Yeah. Yes, oh. a lot of personalities. And so I think one of the best testimonies that was given was the last lady. I can't. I think her name it was Dr. Ray, uh, who you know had worked at Tulane and UAMS and all those things. And she, she gave statistics. She had a calm demeanor. She had the, the right tone and things of that sort. <clears throat> Talking to legislators afterwards, they were real appreciative of her because of the data she brought in and uh and i think uh i think these these people have heard a lot from their constituents i think for the most part the republicans especially the republicans that live in conservative districts uh they they know what they need to do or yeah, they know what, what no the, on mandates yeah and they know what their constituents want uh and that's that's what that need to be reminded of is this is this is what the constituents want and you know when we talk about bills this is why your bill is bad. Uh, and you talk about personal liberty. You can talk about science. You can talk about data and things of that sort. So, um, uh, and, you know, uh, for your listeners that, uh, you know, follow information online and whatnot, this was not the governor's bill. Okay. This is this is Julie Mayberry's bill, bill that she, she worked on. That's the, governor, the amendment that she yeah, proposed. The, the, the bill that she proposed yesterday, the governor did not ask her to, to run this bill. This was not the governor's bill. And so Well he's already got his own bill. That's right. So the, that that piece of misinformation is just it's it's just it's not it's not conducive to the conversation when you spread in misinformation on our, it's not conducive. We're, we're winning. Our side is winning. So let's make sure we spread correct information uh i wish unlike the cdc unlike the cdc <laughs> and the who yes uh, and uh, and uh you know represent mayberry represents uh Saline county and i mean I'm, i was getting text phone calls left and right when she filed that bill yesterday and you know i disagree with her uh um uh, thought process in, i, I in do bill. too i'll be be honest yeah and uh, and I, I was surprised that she came out with that i'm surprised jimmy gazaway was a co-sponsor yep 
that's another one that was was really surprising as well as I'm sure there were a lot of other state representatives that were stunned by it as well. Well, I think it was a much needed debate, and so it, it was good. You know, they spent about three hours debating it, so it was much needed. And you and I think the public got to see where certain Republicans stood, and the Democrats we know where they stand. Sure, uh, and so you know, you we can now. Uh, as a target, we can now uh, know who, which Republicans we need to talk to and which ones uh, we're still good on. Yeah, Mayberry tried to be, what's the, the diplomat mm-hmm. is what she tried to be. And, and and I just think this is beyond diplomatic movement now. I mean, people have pretty well hardened their positions on this. We're going to talk further. Ken Yang is here. He's the chairman of the Saline County Republican Party and he is the chairman of the uh, the party chairman across the state of Arkansas. So uh, we'll continue talking with him as we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Pat Davis. Pat Davis is your health plan man. I hope you took advantage of that $25 uh, card that he was giving out for restaurants. If you didn't, well, too late now. Uh, just know that he's ready ready to help you out to um, get yourself some health insurance that's, uh, you know, like uh, 30 to 50% off of what you normally get uh, from health insurance. And we're talking actual insurance, not a share plan. We're talking about any provider in the state. Yeah, Blue Cross Blue Shield, they're in there as well. And uh, he shows you how to save money where you don't have any co-pays, where if there's money left over after people have been paid, uh, the money doesn't go back to the insurance uh, department. It goes to you. Give him a call and talk to him about this. I think you're going to be uh, pleasantly surprised how you can save money and how you could end up maybe with a check after you go see the doctor. 501 605 or your health plan man that's one word your health plan man.com all right so they'll get underway today again over at capitol what what, uh, committee is hearing uh alan clark's bill uh senate education uh it's on the agenda for nine nine o'clock this morning so what do you think about it i mean i've known this piece of legislation was coming since monday and i've been looking forward to it coming and it's actually being heard which is kind of we were just talking during the break yeah. about it. It's kind of a surprise. Yeah, I'm surprised because the you know the governor sets the scope of secession. Anything really outside of that scope requires to the to their vote, right? Uh, so they're hearing it. it's on the agenda, um, and you know I think it's a real clever piece of legislation that ties school choice with with mass mandates. Yeah, I like it. I like uh, it a lot. And you know, I get in short, you know, you got a school that issues a mass mandate you don't like it and you get to go choose what school you want to go to to. i mean i mean that's choice right there yeah uh uh, local control as uh some of our friends would like to like to say so i I think it's a real clever piece of legislation um uh, i haven't really gotten to talk to the senator about it my 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 concern is um 
if if you end up having areas where there are a lot of school districts, public school districts and private school districts just do blanket mass mandates, you know, then it becomes really not an effective piece of legislation. But, you know, I'm for anything that's school choice. So me too. I mean, we've been fighting that fight for a long time and we just can't get enough Republicans Mm -hmm. to get on board. Here you have an opportunity to give them an opportunity to get on board, maybe even change your vote. And when, uh, you know, a a, a superintendent comes to them, they go, I thought you wanted a a mask mandate. Here's a way of getting a mask mandate. That's right. That's right. Well, I often tell people just in Saline County in the Benton Bryant School District, you know, we had mandates and then they they left it up to the schools. And, uh, you know, Bryant kept their mask mandate and Benton made it uh, optional. Uh, And guess what? The COVID numbers were the same. Yep. No change. I mean, the CDC, here's the problem we got in our country right now, I believe, is that all of these wonks that are at the head of these departments that that the government has all have a different story and then they have no problem changing their story every other day. Mm-mm. And if you do that, people don't know what is true, what is false. And because of that, they don't trust the government. They don't. And, you know, uh, uh, optics wise, like yesterday, having the Marion County uh, 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 superintendent, that's great optics. You have a superintendent and it feels like it's done with the problem. But then. You know, as as people started asking questions, like, well, this wasn't even even applied to your school district. Yeah, starts dig, start, as you start digging in, yeah. you see that trying to pull yeah. the wool over your eyes, yes. so to speak. And I think there was a state rep that asked, uh, you know, how many of these people that actually have it are are neighbors, are siblings, are in the same classroom. You know, details that do matter when we talk about uh, mandates, and uh, uh, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I guess I can get that. You know, someone just sent and someone just sent me. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know this. This is the same superintendent last year in 2020 when, we're, when they were talking about social distancing mm-hmm. that got in trouble in the media. A complaint was filed to the uh, Department of Education about social distancing, and parents in public heard the superintendent say, "Quote." Why don't you take them out and shoot them, and I bet they will socially distance then. Not a good idea. We just talked about people sitting in front of committee and lambasting the people of the committee and saying, we're going to find a primary opponent Mm -hmm. for you. That works about as good as telling them to go out and shoot kids. Yes, yes. And uh, I wish I would have known this. I would have texted it to to people and let them know that, you know, there's not a credible person sitting at the end of that table. Who the heck starts school in July, anyways? But that's another. Uh, <laughs> I'd be the. They keep I'd, opening it sooner oh my God, and sooner, I'd be man. The angriest child if I lived in that school district. Oh, yeah. m- mommy, daddy, I gotta go back to school in July. But anyways, that's for another conversation. But uh, 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 you know, we're, we're winning the debate, in my opinion, behind closed doors. Uh, we just need to. Well, there's know, enough no yeah. votes. Yeah. To keep everybody at arm's length from passing anything yes yes i mean that that's that's something that the 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 conservative side should take 
a lot of hope in yeah. that we are slowly swinging uh, the legislature our way. And the best way to keep doing that is not to attack the other side. You want the other side to be conser- become even more mm-hmm. conservative. If if their bill doesn't pass, yeah. that's enough of a stinger, I'm just well, telling you. And I've had legislators, a handful, maybe a dozen or so, call and say, give me, give me your three points of why I should vote against this. Uh, you know, the, some Freedom, that, freedom, freedom. Yeah, yeah that, that should be good <laughs> enough. Some that are, you know, uh, just want to bolster their no vote. Some that are kind of in the middle and yeah. want a good, you know, more good polished reason to vote no. And uh, those are the conversations that that are being had. And like I said, you know, Representative Mayberry did her did this on her own fruition. Uh, and you know, I wish others would have known, but you know, she she did good optics having that doctor that doctor at the end of the table of immunology, having the uh, Marion County School District superintendent down uh, down there. And you know, I think it caught a, a few people. Uh, off guard that she was down there yeah the bottom line is leave the really red meat for when you're meeting with the people that you hang with mm-hmm. all right be respectful uh and uh you know don't don't try to you know the bully people as far yeah. as i'm concerned that never works i think i'm i'm speaking for ken as well when I have people, for instance, on the show, I don't try to bully them. I just ask them questions. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All right, news, then we'll come back. We'll talk more. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Applied research, you know, they got a couple of other studies that are going out uh, besides the ones that we've been uh, talking about, about type 2 diabetes and things of that nature. The one that really intrigues me, I'd like to talk to you real quickly about, is this acute back muscle spasm. Because if you've ever had your back spasm on you, you know how painful that is and how it can stop you dead in your tracks. The last time it happened to me about two years ago, and all I did was bend over to pick up a dirty pair of jeans that I had on the floor to put it. I was trying to put it, be a nice guy. I was putting it in the clothes basket, you know, to, to have the clothes washed and stuff. And I don't know if I turned wrong or what happened, but I tweaked my back in for two days. I couldn't walk. I couldn't hardly breathe because it wow. would spasm so bad. And I don't know what caused it. All I know is they've got a study out now, uh, a, re- a research study, this is done by cl- uh, clinicians, by doctors, uh, for a non-opioid investigational medication for patients who suffer from back pain due to or associated with muscle spasms. Eligible, eligible study participants will be compensated for their time. Uh, they are, you need to know this is voluntary, and uh, study participants can leave at any time and for any reason. Get more information. I mean, you can make a little money on this. If you have a bad problem with this, why not try an investigational pain medicine that might make it where you can go through your day without hurting? 501-954-7822. That's the number to call. 501-954-7822. All right, so... Uh, let's go back and talk a little bit about what Senator Alan, Alan Clark is, is doing. He's got a piece of legislation that's going to be heard in committee today, starting at 9 a.m. I'm going to 
try to get over there and hear some of the testimony if there's room in the room where they'll be having it. Uh, but uh, listen to the people who are talking. I think it, some of the people who will be against it, it will be saying that he's trying to do it. End around on school choice is what they're going to say. But it's a it's a good piece of legislation. If if you're a parent, you have your child in a school that uh, says, okay, we're going to do a mask mandate, and Clark's bill would allow them to do that. But if they do it, as a parent, you have the ability to take the money that's being used to put your child in the school they're in at that time in another school that doesn't have a mask mandate or even the homeschool. Homeschooling is included in this. You got homeschooling, you got uh, private schools, you got charter schools. You're going to have real school choice at that point to try to combat, yeah, you know, the government telling you that your child has to wear a mask. Well, there's a reason why there's been a exponential rise in homeschooling, not only just because of COVID, but since really since about 2014 onward uh there's been an exponential rise of people taking their kids out of public schools and homeschooling and the ones that can afford it taking them to to private schools well there's look it is no strange chance that many times when i have kids and kids are under 19 years old on my show and they come in and uh, they should be in high school, but they're sophomores in college, and they say they've been homeschooled. Homeschooling is the way to go if if you can do it. Just be honest with you. Yeah, uh, you got uh, just like you have bad students in public private schools. You got bad students in homeschools. You got good students. You people that are uh, really really successful. People that aren't uh, go goes all the way around. Uh, well, there's great co-ops and homeschool programs now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got, you know, decide kind of what your kid wants to do. And, and this is the thing. I don't know what the state's so angry about. Uh, they're, they're doing all the parents are doing all this for free while still paying the taxes. They yeah. go to the schools. At, at, it's like sending your kids to a private school. <laughs> I mean, it's just the ultimate private school yep. and the way I look at it, uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. Is the, yeah, it's, in the, it's in the old Supreme Court room? There should be plenty. Oh, is of, that where they're going yeah, to be? Yeah, there should be okay. plenty of room for people to to sit. There's plenty of room yesterday second in the Big floor. Mac building. Yeah, second floor old Supreme Court room at nine. Um, <clears throat> I got to make my way over for that. Yeah, should be fun. Well, it's an interesting committee because it's a five-three committee: five Republicans, three Democrats, and uh, which means that if something's roll call, you need all five Republicans on board. Is Sturgeon in this committee? That is correct. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. Well, then I'll definitely be there to watch the vote. I definitely want to see who votes for and against. All right, so uh, the GOP has a House bill out now to restore national force and end overregulation of force management. This is one of the problems that we've got out west right now, that we have states that have, you know, overmanaged these forests. And by that, I mean, have passed, you know, draconian, you know, green legislation that says you can't clean up the floor of the forest. You can't 
take down the old dead trees and things of that nature, which means the forests end up being tinder boxes. And when something uh, sparks a fire, you end up like this one uh, fire that got out, out there in Oregon that's burned up, I think they said 536 acres uh, this morning as I was listening to the news. Recent reports detailed the Resilient Federal Forest Act. Where have you heard that? Oh, yeah. Congressman Westerman. Yes. Uh, which was introduced in recent weeks by Washington lawmakers Kathy McMorris-Rogers and Dan Newhouse. The bill was initially proposed by Arkansas Congressman Bruce Westerman, who serves as the ranking member of the House's Natural Resources Committee. Reports said more than 80 million acres of national forests are overgrown and fire-prone. They added the forests are in need of active land management. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California, and the, the GOP's main man, recently praised Westerman and the bill, saying, quote, this bill is especially critical to a state like California, where our communities are annually devastated by catastrophic wildfires. So uh, Congressman Westerman is doing what he is best known for. It's what he got his degree at Harvard for. for Yale. Is about, oh, Yale, pardon me. Oh, gosh, he'll kick my butt next time. <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, uh, it's, he's really doing his job. I mean, that's the reason he's, he wasn't on this Wednesday, and he won't be on next Wednesday like he yeah. normally is because he's out west meeting with the people on the ground. Well, that should, you know, I, I, it, it seems that it's been hard for him to pass a good forestry legislation, but he is the expert. They should listen to him, and uh, uh, they're not wrong. I mean, there's so much uh, uh, paperwork, per se, just to be able to tech, protect a forest fr- uh, from a forest fire, um, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, just think if you're your your neighbor one your your neighbor's house was on fire and you had to fill out paperwork before you get the fire department to come yeah uh, you know that's what's happening with a lot of our uh, uh national and state state parks that are catching on fire let me tell you what you you don't stand by your house with a garden hose keeping the roof wet wet in one of these fires because you're going to end up burning like a candle standing yeah. out there did you did you see last week the video that was going around um, on uh, YouTube of the tornado fire tornado mm-hmm. like Dresden or yes. something during the fire bombings? It was incredible. And what happens when that happens? It pulls in winds into the fire, which feeds the fire even more. Uh, winds upwards of a hundred miles an hour. I cannot imagine being out in a forest fighting against. Uh, fires that are burning with a hundred mile an hour wind as well. Yep, be, yep. be almost impossible. Yep. I mean, these are let's say other firemen are real. I mean, these are the real manly men. Smoke, fire, yeah, smoke fire jumpers. Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They jump out of planes and land where <laughs> the fire's at. To be like jumping out of a plane, plane and coming through the the ceiling of a house on fire yep. and trying to do something about it. Uh, I heard uh, that that big one out in Oregon. They now are saying they're about thirty five percent contained, 
which is big. Yeah. What they need out there is they need a front to come in across the, the coast to bring some You'd rain. You'd think all the environmentalists would be uh, for something like this, but they've been quiet, and, uh, you know, they're not going to be for anything that Westerman or McCarthy no, well, supports. Westerman's been trying to do this uh, for a while now. I think since when he, when he first got in. To get this yeah. done, and now people are actually paying attention because the whole West is on fire. I was amazed that uh, the wildfires like uh, were as far east as Casper, Wyoming. I mean, burning out of control. They're having having problems out there. Where was it they had the grass fire that got under uh, got out of control here recently? It was further east as well. They got problems not only with what they're doing with forests in the West. That uh, Congressman Westerman has talked on this show about how they don't manage their water correctly. Yep. I don't think, I don't know if people know that in California, they dump good water into the ocean. And it would seem to me something else that would come into play out in California, Oregon, Washington state is, uh, you know, those uh, plants taking the, the salt out of the ocean water and making it usable for crops and to, uh, mitigate the fire that goes on out there i mean the fact that congressman western is bringing to light that many parts of the forest service don't even have a plan to combat no, no. fires it's they don't just, have any sops that's it's, exactly right yeah, it's just that's just unbelievable and i mean how long i mean have we've always heard about all the fire you know fire season forest fire season over there in california and the in the west coast it's you know it's annually and the fact that there's no plan uh, i find I, I didn't even know that you know you just common sense you think they'd have some comprehensive plan to 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 protect our, our forests or and especially our national national and state parks yeah we're going to talk more about this so it's, it's stuff that needs to be talked about uh and i just want to point out that uh, congressman westerman is doing what he's supposed to do that's mm-hmm. his he's doing his job all right we've got about 13 minutes till seven here on a thursday ken yang is in the studio we've got more things to talk about we will do that here in just a moment Do you have questions about filing for Social Security? If you do, get the answers in a simple, easy-to-understand booklet called Your Guide to Social Security. It's from David Lucas Financial in North Little Rock, 27 pages long, outlines what you need to know, uh, and it can help you get even more income when you file for Social Security. If you're within five years of filing for Social Security, Typically, that starts at 62. You do the math, subtract 5 from 62. Get this free booklet now by calling 501-222-3315. As a bonus, you're going to receive a free customized Social Security analysis, which is worth almost $1,000, that pinpoints the optimal time to wring every nickel out of your benefits. So pick up the phone, call right now, get both of these offers uh, for yourself at 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. All right. So, Ken, Galvin Newsom is in trouble. I mean, he is the number two most troubled governor 
uh, in America. Number one, of course, is Kuma. Mm. All right, he's he is in trouble, <laughs> big trouble. So you got uh, you got uh, the man uh, looking at this recall. They're going to be voting on that here very soon, and I'm looking for my story here so I get these numbers exactly correct. And um, there it he is. tried hard to prevent that recall. You better believe he did. He he called. Every, he called in every ace that he had, mm-hmm. and now he's he shot all his sil- silver bullets. And the Lone Ranger will tell you, if you use all your silver bullets, you're in trouble. All right, and he's used all his. So, according to the Survey USA and San Diego Union Tribune poll, fifty-one percent of Californians are in favor of recalling Newsom, while only forty percent said no. That's a monumental shift from the exact same poll <clears throat> that happened last May. So uh, that's um, that's something to keep our eye on. And then who is leading on the Republican side to run for governor? Larry Elder. He's got 23%. Ooh. 23%. That's pretty impressive, to say the least. Where is... Uh, um, uh, the woman with 12 percent okay she's, she's down by she's he, she, he. not even close to oh, okay. him good 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 you're, well, talk, I mean, you're talking about what caitlin jenner yay yes <laughs> yeah, yeah one of those one of those the the, the the man who's former olympian who became a woman supposedly yeah uh who actually supports you know the fairness in women's sports act, yeah you know yeah he does yeah it's kind of funny no, nah, you know, uh, uh, Governor Newsom has always been in, in trouble when, when, when the results of the state is once again <clears throat> overspending, no revenue, businesses closing, Man. and then for the first time, and I can't remember how long, but in, in decades, mass exodus of your citizens losing congressional seats. Uh, um, you know, it's 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 not good. And as the governor, uh, he's going to take the fall for it. And he's always been a sleaze. Let's just be honest. Um, but you know, I'd rather be Governor Newsom than Governor Cuomo. So, well, you know that he's in trouble when it's a San Francisco newspaper that is going right along with what the San Diego newspaper said. Uh, they had a televised debate last night about the recall i didn't get to see it but um if i'm not mistaken it was carried live uh, by salem media last night and uh newsom's back behind all of this by double digits of those calling for the recall and those not 51 percent favor in favor of recalling newsom only 40 percent wanted to keep him in power uh, the previous survey in May found 36% in favor of the recall with 47% opposed. That if, that's a 16% increase for the recall and a uh, 7% decrease for those who are opposed. And when the numbers are going like that, that's not good for you. Not good at all. This was uh, taken by respondents 
uh, were likely to vote in the September 14th recall election. Uh, and uh, that, uh, unlike a recent UC Berkeley Los Angeles time poll that was weighed by whether the respondents was likely to vote in the recall election, the survey USA carried no such uh, weight, which is even more alarming for the governor. Yeah, this is uh, Newsom. This is not good for him uh, at all. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's done. Well, I think you're right. The question is, can Larry Elder get elected? Because Larry Elder is a real conservative. Yep. That's what will be interesting. This would be as big of an election as when Reagan was elected governor in California to have Elder get elected uh, in in California. I mean, Schwarzenegger getting elected, you know, Schwarzenegger has a lot of liberal leanings. Yeah, but at at that point in time, you know. It was a big thing because he was a Republican. It was a big thing because he was a Republican, and we didn't know how how moderate. We knew he was moderate, but we didn't know how how moderate he was. Yeah, he was was real moderate. (laughs) That's big nice. But when you look at what uh, what Reagan did when he was, California was still kind of a conservative state somewhat. And maybe that's changing with what's happening on the border, fires blazing in your forests, people leaving left and right to go to other states. Businesses shutting down. Businesses shutting down, shuttering. Yeah, no jobs. They said in California, specifically San Francisco, they said over three-quarters of the restaurants will never come back. Three-quarters. Well, you know, when you got to get up in the morning and – and uh, use a, a water hose to keep you know, clean the crap from the homeless yeah. off of your sidewalk in front of your business doesn't give you a whole lot to stay around for. No, you got to wear a mask walking on your own sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, we've got uh, news coming up. Ken will be back with me in the next uh, uh, half hour. We've got uh, uh, Joe and Duck not being able to attend today, so we're going to pick it up with Ken. And then Joel Johnson from PI Roofing, I've invited him in to talk about what's new in roofing products. You'll be amazed what they got now. Just kind of, it's not like shingles. It's like a roll of stuff that they just roll across and wow. pack down. It's kind of neat. All right, so that's all coming up. Stick around. we got more for you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Yeah. Hey. 
Ken just asked me a question. He asked me how long I've used this, you know, the uh, ACDC Thunderstruck as my yeah. theme. And I'm going to say 16 years now. Never gets old. I think that's what it was. Before that, we used Journey to the Center of Your Mind by the Amboy Dukes with Ted Nugent. You know, as you want to come along if you dare. You know, if you dare <laughs> is what we'll talk about here on things. Democrats are calling for Governor Cuomo to resign, threaten impeachment. That's a story that is out today. Uh, says that Democrats have uh, called for uh, Andrew Cuomo to resign following the release of the state attorney general's report on allegations of sexual harassment. Cuomo has quickly lost favor within his own party after the investigation found the Democrat had sexually harassed multiple women who worked for the state. Following the release of the report Tuesday, multiple Democrats spoke out to condemn Cuomo for his actions while urging the governor to resign. Uh, Speaking to reporters on Capitol Hill, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, commended the multiple women for their bravery, bravery and for speaking out. Additionally, on CNN, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio blasted Como and said the Democrat is not fit to hold office. Also, uh, Pelosi now has come out. AOC has come out. Oh, mm-hmm. God knows if AOC comes out, you know you're dead in the water. I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, uh, all the all the big muckety mucks. Yeah, and at least Biden, you know, wow, Biden's yeah, Biden, been consistent. I should say. You know, he 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 wanted Cuomo to resign months ago. The Burley, the only one to ask him to resign, and uh, Biden's been consistent on it. But uh, I don't know if your listeners watched the the Go- Governor Cuomo's press conference or whatever you want to call what happened yesterday, and he had a montage of no. him uh, kissing creepy. everyone. It was creepy. Yeah. I mean, he's what he's trying to say is the kissing, the fondling, the hugging, and all that. He says, I do that to everybody. It's just normal. Straight, LGBTQ, uh, old, young, uh, young, young, because he's yeah. a, a little tiny girl. And uh, the only thing he didn't say is that I smell their hair like the president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's probably why everyone's happy that this is this is happening because it takes the uh, the onus uh, off the yeah, president. That's right, and, and or even like Bill De Blasio and you know and all those all those folks, they're just happy that the focus isn't on them since they've done such a terrible job in New York. All right, I want, I'm going to change this. Look, I, I'm not going to talk about the mayor of New York. I mean, here this is not the important story that they're going after Como about. This is not the important story. The important story is 10,000 people who died, you know, elderly people who died during the COVID-19 outbreak. And he ordered. And he ordered them to be put into nursing homes that infected nursing homes and killed. Yeah. Ten, well, they, the, the last count I heard was near 10,000 yes. people. Yes. Maybe even more. Yes. They had, they had uh refrigerated trucks outside with bodies they had them piled and, uh, up like cordwood yeah it's yeah. crazy and uh no one said anything he was he was held as a hero 
uh, all, all these Democrats held Governor Cuomo as some sort of hero, and they continue to do so. Even when the uh, you have that, and when the first allegations came out, you know they 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 denied it. All all these people are asking him to resign. De- denied, uh, you know, de- defended. Uh, well, they defended Governor. him, and they also yeah. um, the the woman was it, the woman who helped write his his script for that that bizarre ad that he ran was one of the women who was behind the initial push of the Me Too movement. Mm. Shows you that where her side is at. It's yeah. money. Money. Well, that's what's what's the important. BLM leader had to resign because she was oh, uh, yeah. you know, All taking those money. she had? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she had a... Uh, I, wish, <laughs> I don't know. It's just strange. It's okay. a different set of rules for our uh, liberal Democrat Absolutely. friends. Hypocrisy is the ruling thing that they do. All right. So let's talk a little bit about many parents. I know my mom did this as well when I was a little kid. Of course, TV wasn't as big then as it is now. uh, But they plopped their kids down in front of the television and let the TV kind of babysit them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem with that. Used to be you could, you know, pretty much trust the shows to have American values. Now you can't do that. Used to be you could watch the Muppets and, uh, you know, Gonzo and all the rest of them were just doing silly stuff. Yep. Not that way anymore. The Muppet Babies, the Disney series, uh, is now free, uh, featuring cross-dressing Gonzo wearing a, a princess dress to the ball. Let me just kind of set this up for you. The television network Disney Junior is receiving criticism now for a storyline featured on a recent episode of one of its hit children's shows involving a main character deciding to cross-dress. In a recent episode of The Muppet Babies, which aired July 23rd, Gonzo wanted to go to the royal ball that his friends were hosting, dressed as a princess, but did not feel comfortable doing so because he did not want to defy traditional gender roles. Muppet Babies chronicles the lives of the legendary Muppets created by the late puppeteer Jim Henson during their toddler years. When Gonzo indicated a desire to wear one of those princess dresses to the royal ball, the girls told him that he was not supposed to wear a dress and instead wear a knight costume like the rest of the boys. Upon finding a dejected Gonzo, and catch this, his fairy rat father, not his fairy rat mother, his fairy rat father, grants him his wish, and with a wave of a magic wand, Gonzo immediately dons a princess dress and glass slippers. Gonzo arrives at the party dressed in the costume, introducing himself as... Gonzarella. His friends failed to realize that Gonzarella and Gonzo are the same, with Miss Piggy describing the newcomer as a mysterious new princess. The other attendings, uh, attendees credited Gonzarella for adding life to the otherwise dull party. Because the Muppets abandoned the royal ball just as he was slated to return to his normal full form at Cake O'Clock, his friends never realized that Gonzo was, in fact, Donzarella. 
After the Royal Ball, Gonzo met with his friends who lamented that he missed the occasion because they met the most amazing princess, but they ran away. When Miss Piggy pointed out that all they left behind was a glass slipper, Gonzo informed his friends that there's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me, he explained as he grabbed a glass slipper and transforms back into a princess. When Miss Piggy asked why he didn't say so, Gonzo said, because you all expected me to look a certain way. I don't want you to be upset with me. Now, if that's not propaganda, I don't know what propaganda is. And it's from Disney. And But Disney has been doing this for years now in yeah. their cartoons and stuff. There is all You can always find it in Disney. Uh, the other people that are doing it now and going after younger people is Marvel. Yeah. Marvel does it as Marvel, well. Nickelodeon. DC. You I mean, yeah. you name it. The way of getting to a young person's yeah. mind is through the things that they, they watch or pay attention to. And uh, you, as a parent, need to watch and pay attention. Give them a book. Yeah. Give them a Dr. Seuss book. That would drive the left crazy. <laughs> Give them the book. That's what I gave. I gave my, my uh, grandson Dr. Seuss. I see so many kids. I don't want to judge anyone's parenting or anything, but I see so many kids you know, they just try to keep them quiet by giving them their phone or some iPad yeah. or screen or whatnot. And, you know, people, kids, you go, you go play outside. Or if you didn't have anything, you'd sit still. Uh, you know, I, I didn't need uh, a uh, some screen in front of me to sit still because if I didn't sit still, I got a whooping. Yeah. Uh, and so, and, and I just read books, books and books. My parents would drop me off at the library. You still in the read morning. books? I don't read as much as I, I I like to, but and I don't do the I still I still can't do the Kindle and the audio books. Oh, I, I do the Kindle. I like having that, yeah. you know, book you know hardback hardback book uh, in front of me. But uh, you know, thank, thankfully, Gonzarella didn't take anyone home with him, or they would have been sorely disappointed. Yeah, definitely, definitely would that would have happened. <laughs> I haven't watched the exact you know, thing. I just go parents by need to be parents, it. but guess what? Fathers need to be fathers. Well, they don't want them to be fathers anymore. You know, they they, they you want know kids are impressionable. Outside. I tell people all the time. I remember as a kid, I grew up with a lot of female influences, and I I, would, I may do something as a little kid that was kind of, was feminine, and that g- girls did, and my dad would immediately correct that. No, son, that's uh, that's what girls do. We don't do that. You're a man. Uh, and, uh, there are obvious distinct differences. And if there weren't, I don't know how much you've watched of the Olympics, but the swimming medley or the, uh, uh, cross country medley where it's boy, girl, boy, girl, when they swim, there's clearly a difference. Yeah. What can I say? You, it's a war out there. It really is. It's a war field field a battlefield who would have thought that we'd be fighting it with Disney of all people. Don't forget about East end towing. We got to get a break in here and then, uh, can I come back? There's some other things I'd like to bring up and get his intake on, uh, road safety is a big deal with East end towing. It's gotta be because their people are out there 
working on the roads. They're the ones that are standing on uh, the shoulder with trucks flying by at 75 miles an hour. And uh, if you never had that happen, uh, it's scary. It really is. It can be very, very scary. I know I, I don't. I don't change my own tires anymore. I've got road service with my my insurance. And if I get a flat tire, they'll come out and fix it for me. I don't get out and on the side of the road and do it myself. As uh, it is, it's, it can be terrifying out there. They got a deal going on right now called uh, Slow Down and Move Over. It's a campaign that they want you to adhere to, which means if you see a flashing light, whether it be red, blue, or yellow, you know, red is emergency vehicle like an ambulance or a fire truck, blue for a police car, yellow for a tow truck or a, uh, a, a truck for the highway department doing some work out on the road or whatever. Move over to the lane that is furthest from them as you can. Give them a little extra room so that they're safe out there. Uh, that's just a message that folks at East End Towing would like you to follow. No matter the situation, remember that East End Towing can handle it and has all the answers. If it's you locked your keys in the car, you need somebody out to change that tire, all of those things is done by East End Towing. Their phone number keeps this in your wallet, in your purse, or in your glove compartment. 501-888-8849. That's 501 888 888-8849. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, we got uh, Ken Yang here. He is the uh, chairman of the Saline County uh, Republican Party. He's also the chairman of the uh, chairman. Yes, and we have a Saline County. County. We have a meeting tonight. Uh, Are you? We're actually not meeting at our headquarters. We have a, the Saline County has a new career and technology center. Uh-huh. And the whole push for more... Uh, you know, uh, jobs and tech and education and and and, and uh, the workforce, and so we're getting a private tour uh, before they have a ribbon cutting uh, next week. That's cool. And uh, and so we're real excited about it. And you know, our committee's made a I've made it a point to be more involved in the community. We're the super majority party. We need to act like it. Uh, we need to have a presence, and that's what we're what we're doing. And we'll celebrate the fact that we have a new. Uh, career and technology uh, school so what are you finding from the people who attend our your your meetings you have twice a month or once a month once a month okay first 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 thursday first thursday Thursday. of every month okay so do you guys talk about the mask mandates and things of that nature that they're talking about now what well, how, we, how, we, it we have it. Uh, you know, I've gotten emails. We've posted about it on our Saline County GOP page. A lot of people have commented uh, on it. People have a lot of people have uh, reached out to their reps and, and senators. Um, I would say, uh, you know, the, the people commenting. You know, it's it's uh, depending on where what area. It's either it could be as low as 60 40 you know no to amending to as high as something like 70 30 80 20 uh but never is it you know uh overwhelmingly people want want it amended okay. um so that's that's the gauge i i i get 
um and we didn't have a meeting uh, we didn't have a meeting in in july so uh, but people people definitely definitely talk about it well aware um there's excitement uh as a county chairman just not only in my county just traveling the state i was in independence county on tuesday now you're all over the yeah. place now benton and cleburne county uh, uh, last week and there's just new people i've never seen i've tried to say for 10 years and for the past eight out of those 10 years you see the same people it's that's not the case anymore there's just Lots of new so blood. many new people old and young that are that are just angry they're angry. When they what, are they angry? They're, they're, what, what are they angry? It's not because they haven't had anything to eat. What yeah, are they angry they're, they're angry about uh, Republicans not standing up for them, conservatives not standing up for them, for their rights. Not you know they 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 finally saw a Republican President Trump do what he said he was going to do, and and so they they have an example of someone that says, "Look, this guy said they're going to do this, and he did it." Mm-hmm. Why are the rest of you not doing it? He did it in four years. Some of y'all have been in there for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and you keep saying these things, and you've done none of it. Squat. Zero. And then you have Democrats pretending like they're Republicans. Uh, you got Republicans that are that are moderate, thinking that if, I'm, if I go towards the middle, I'll somehow get more votes. Those people are never going to vote for you in the first place anyways. Nope. And so these people are revving up to go. They're ready for the next primary, whether here in Arkansas and, and you know, I was in D.C. Uh, not too long ago. I'll be uh, uh, traveling outside of Arkansas uh, again. And uh, just from what I can tell, my, my, I have a friend in Ohio that's running for state rep. It's the same. It's the same all across the country. But was it uh, was it Tuesday that uh, House, uh, the guy that's running for the House, I forget where it's at now, uh, that Trump backed one overwhelmingly. Yes. Yeah, big time. And, boy, the media was playing it up. They didn't think that was going to happen. They were playing up, you know, is the Republican Party still welded to the hip of uh, President yeah. Trump? And then he won big. Well, mainly because like, of what happened in Texas, because the guy that he endorsed, the, the lady that he endorsed in Texas uh, 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 lost. And, you know, one loss erases hundreds of endorsements of yeah. people that have won somehow. Uh, and he, even when when the guy won in Ohio, they were still referring back to his loss in Texas, which has nothing to do with the race in race in Ohio. So, speaking about Texas, the uh, Democrats who ran away from Texas, the state lawmakers, and went to Washington D.C. because mm-hmm. they wanted to work on a new voter bill that they got there, the unconstitutional voter bill that would be shot down so hard by the supreme court if they ever passed it anyway texas republican congressman dan crenshaw said this yesterday on twitter please pray for these heroic texas democrats as they suffer away from home in portugal perhaps consider sending them a care package they're in portugal now instead of being in the state doing their business can you imagine if Republicans were to have done this? And here's what else he said. Do they know that they they need to have ID to be able to vote in Portugal? Mm. I love it. <laughs> That's what they're running from in Texas. They don't want to make it that you got to have voter ID. I love it. They were up in D.C. while I was in uh, D.C. a couple you weeks ago. 
No, actually, uh, uh, I had dinner right next to the mayor of San Antonio. He oh, was up really? There too. Yeah. Boy, he's a lib. Yeah, he was up there uh, meeting to talk about the infrastructure bill. And we actually talked a little bit. We went over there and talked to him. Hey, listen, uh, if you're up in my neck of the woods here in uh, central Arkansas, I live up in Cabot. Uh, It used to be if we had an emergency, it was typically call the ambulance and then they'd come and load you up at your house and would take you down here to north little rock or maybe even uh, sherwood and take you to the hospital if you had a medical emergency i I know this when i was having some real bad problems with angina before i had my quintuple bypass bottom line is you don't have to do that any longer Uh, call cabot emergency hospital get a hold of them just uh or, or or better yet have somebody take you there now they're different in that I can tell you right now, you won't be waiting 45 minutes, an hour and a half to get to the back to be seen by a doctor. Typically, it's like 15 minutes at the most. And they, they've got state-of-the-art uh, places they're going to put you in. They've got, you know, uh, x-rays and uh, CT scans. They've got bedside ultrasounds. They've got an MRI on on-site They've got a board-certified emergency room physician that is there, uh, you know, 24-7, 365. So you're going to see somebody who who can uh, take good care of you, and it's you don't have to wait. I mean, when you have your emergency, it's your emergency. So you don't want to be waiting around. You want to get back to your life as fast as you can. If you happen to cut your hand and, let's say, you need, you know, eight or ten stitches, they can take care of that. Got a broken bone. They can take care of that. They can identify other uh, things that's a, a problem. Maybe you just need some medicine. They got a pharmacy that's on site. They've got uh, an on site lab for you. Uh, and like I've explained to you, when when you're looking to see if somebody is having a heart attack, they don't go by uh, those uh, signs of oh, I got a pain going down the left arm or I got a little bit of pain in my my left jaw. Those are indicators that you may be having a heart attack. But to find out if you have a heart attack, they got to take and do blood work. They draw blood and they look for enzymes in your blood. And uh, when your heart is um, has a heart muscle that's being destroyed, it dumps those enzymes in the blood. They look for those. And then if you're having a heart attack, now they're going to reload you into an ambulance and bring you to a, a cardiac hospital down here in uh, the little rock area other than that they can take care of it all right at the cabot emergency hospital they're on 89 right next to 67 167 they're on the side that david burgers is on so you can go get a clean bill of health and go have a david's burgers okay i'm just letting you know now i have the chicken sandwich i think their chicken sandwiches are great all right He's back in the studio. I told you since Monday that he was coming. Great uh, great segue for the emergency part. (laughs) Joel is here today. Joel Johnson from PI Roofing. I asked him to join us because one of the things I like to do on the show is to keep up with technology. I like to keep up with what uh, local businesses are doing to make your life better. And PI Roofing has been one of those businesses that is always out there taking 
good care of their uh, their customers. I just had them out a few weeks back. I told you the story. I, I was seeing um, a little bit of discoloration in the ceiling in my uh, living room. Uh, but I got up in the attic and looked around, and I didn't see any traces of water or anything. So I had PI Roofing come out. They got up on the roof. Uh, the guy found one nail sticking up. That's all it takes. Over top in the front of my garage, over the door. Yep. He put it. He, he uh, took it out, put a new one in. I guess took some tar or something, he said. Probably a new shingle or a yeah. tab. If it's and put it down and uh, haven't had a problem since. Yeah. And and Joel and I have known each other now for low 20 years. Close to it, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I won't have anybody else come out and look at my roof. Now, when he went up and looked at my roof, not Joel, but the gentleman that came out from from the uh, uh, the company, he took some pictures and he showed them to me, and there was like these these spots that looked like they were reflecting a lot of light. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Dave, that flashing that you're seeing is your shingles have aged, and a lot of that granular stuff that's on it is off." And I said, "Okay, so when am I going to have to have a new roof?" He said, "Probably can take it out two years." That's what he said. So. Sooner or later, here, I've been I've been praying for hail. Yeah, I tell you, that's the <laughs> that's the thing. It's it's going to get some type of weather event in central Arkansas, and and uh, older roofs are are much more susceptible to uh, to damage than a brand new roof. Uh, but yeah, uh, hail damage is a, is a real thing here in central Arkansas. We haven't had a real good event um, in a while. We there's, haven't. There's I mean, still a lot of hailed hail damaged roofs out there that haven't been replaced so let me let me ask this one of the things that we talk about every summer are the people that have you know everybody's got turbines on top of their sure their yeah. houses Big for ventilation yes. and uh right now it's not a problem people aren't typically putting plastic bags over the turbines yeah, right, right. they're trying to get air into their attics but there's going to come a time in um October, November, and they're going to think they're doing themselves a favor and put those bags over those turbines, right. and they're doing themselves no favors at all. No, it's it's quite dangerous to put the uh, to put the bag over a turbine. Uh, a turbine is not to, to let air in; it's to let the hot air out, or even just moisture out. Um, so that is a misconception, and I've seen it a lot. Um, just driving down the road, you'll see bags over the top of whirly birds. And uh, there's actually someone that makes a bag for a whirly bird. Really? They should go to jail for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so what happens uh, when it gets uh, cold out and uh, you, uh, people are still living inside their home, you're cooking in there, you're breathing, living inside your house, all your all the air and, you know, whatever we admit when we breathe uh, with the moisture goes up, right? That's where everything goes. And if you put a bag over that whirly bird, it can't get out. Uh, so you get a little moisture on the inside of that bag, and you get moisture with a, a dark, moist area. You know, mold starts. That's a that's a great place for that to happen. So don't put whirly bird. Don't, don't cover up whirly birds. Um, definitely make sure you have proper ventilation in your home, especially this time of the year when it's so hot. Um, if you don't have a good intake, intake would be at the lowest part of your roof to let air in, and then. The ridge vent or whirly birds or power vents to let the air out at the top so you're ventilating the whole attic space yeah keep that all in mind now i 
I haven't asked uh, Joel to come on today to talk about stuff that we've always talked about. So let's talk about new stuff. A lot of new stuff happening. Yeah, new new technologies. Solar shingles. What's that all about? Yeah, that's uh, it's a uh, it's becoming a, a bigger deal um, with the new administration. Um, they they have all kinds of money they're 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 putting out there, and there's a lot of benefits to either solar panels up on your roofs. Uh, you can get a, a, a solar roof, solar uh, system on your roof, and you can get 40% of that cost towards other um, energy-saving things on your home. So if you're if you're uh, if you need a new roof and you're going to do the solar panels, uh, you can probably get the whole roof system replaced, and that all uh, paid for under the um, uh, one loan uh, for the solar panels. And uh, they're doing a, a rate of 1.9% for 25 years. And I don't think there's any deposits that are made. I'm not sure about that. There's a lot of stipulations. would love to talk with people if they have that need or they're looking into it. Uh, uh, Titan, I believe, is the company that, we, that we're partnering with to do the solar panels. Uh, there's a couple other local companies here that do it. If you're looking at solar, now is a great time to do it. The only thing is don't just put the solar panels on your roof. Definitely look at the roof. Yeah, see, I wanted to talk to you about this because I've had people come to me and say, Dave, people are putting solar panels on their roofs, and they got bad roofs under their solar panels. And it doesn't even have to be a bad roof. You know, if you have a three-tab shingle roof on your home and it's brand new, it's got a 25-year warranty on it, max. I mean, it should last longer than that, but that's how long they warranty them for. Your solar panels are warrantied for 25 years, too, so... Um, do you really want your roof to wear out before the solar panels do? Um, so architectural shingles are limited lifetime warranties. They should give you 30-plus years. Uh, so if you're going to do solar panels, I would say just replace the roof because okay. you're also putting penetrations to hold the solar panels to the roof. So if you're going to pick up shingles and you got to break the seal and you got to do a, a lot of detail work on the shingle itself, just do the whole roof at the same time. That way you can go down to the decking and not just try to patch the shingles when you're putting the solar panels on. Now, do you do that as well, the solar panels as oh, well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can we can help with that. We can do installs. We have subcontractors that we work with or sub-suppliers that have solar panels. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's becoming a pretty big uh, pretty big deal. Used to, it, I guess, the previous administration and, and a little bit before that, uh, the energy was so cheap that solar panels were not really uh, viable. Correct. It's so cheap. Uh, but... I know with um, uh, with the laws that we've been making or uh, around here where they, we have now solar farms, so you can have the solar farm, not have to put a solar panel on your roof, and you can still get paid off of that off the farm that you have. Everything costs money, uh, so right now they're having a, a, a great deal. The government's having a deal on helping people uh, uh, supply the, the funds for you to put solar panels on your home. Yeah, it can save you a lot of money. I've talked to people who have put solar panels up, and their energy bill is virtually nothing. Yeah, yep. Well, so if you have good ventilation and you have good insulation in your <laughs> attic, you know, you really shouldn't be, you know, wasting a lot of energy. So if you're getting a little bit of that back through the sunlight, uh, I think it's a it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's... But you have to You have to want it. If you don't want it, then, you know, again, we talk about freedom all the time. It's your freedom to That's choose right. if you want it or not. If they come out with a mandate that you have to have solar, I'm going to be upset. That's or right. You can't have it should solar. should be that way. It's a freedom that we have. So, 
I appreciate that. And the other thing is, is uh, we're working with another uh, local uh, vendor to do uh, the Tesla roof systems. Okay. So Tesla has come out with a, a shingle that has uh, the solar capabilities. And uh, it's not just a panel where a panel would have to be, you know, in specific areas. And if, if the area is too small, you couldn't put a bigger panel on it because you have to mount it. Uh, so with the Tesla roof system, um, it covers the whole roof. Now, it, not every inch of the roof, but a lot more of the roof. Um, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not that guy to explain how everything works. Um, you got guys that install it. Can can, can yeah. explain all that to you? Well, and I'll, I'll be, uh, probably the main trainer for the installation. I'm going through the training right now, um, with the, with the Tesla group. It's all online. There's no going anywhere, but it's, it's pretty extensive training. I'm, I'm learning a lot, uh, not about necessarily roofing, but just how they design this thing to put down. Uh, it's amazing. Elon Musk, I mean, that, that guy and the team that he puts around him, just amazing with the things that they come up with. Uh, they've invented new tools uh, to make um, uh, flashings and details to go on your roof to fit the Tesla roof system. So, I mean, it's it's just amazing. I, I, love, Musk, I love technology. I love learning. Yeah, I do too. And I, Elon Musk, he reminds me of Thomas Edison. Yeah, right. He's that kind of a guy. Or or Ford, you know, when he got started with all of that. All right, let's take a break. Uh, the five most durable roofing materials are slate, wood shake, clay tile, metal, and we'll tell you when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back. Uh, Joel Johnson is with us to the top of the hour. we got about nine minutes left. Let's... Let's just let me move away from residential. Let's talk about commercial buildings and things of that nature. Because if you own a business, mm-hmm. roofing's important to you as well. If you have a flat roof, uh, it portends that you might have some problems. Yes, well, that's the misconception: is flat roofs are just going to leak. I've done commercials about that, and it's just flat. If a, if a roof leaks, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it wasn't put in right. It doesn't have to go. You don't have to go to a metal roof or a retrofit something. You just fix the flat roof. Uh, again, the, the, the technology in, in roofing is, is so far beyond what we were when the old uh, mop down um, asbestos and, and um, tar uh-huh. and those roofs, they would last for 50 years because they were just, just built that way. But unfortunately they weren't, they weren't good for anybody. Uh, environment and likewise but uh, so yeah we i love flat roofs i love commercial roofing that's where i i guess i cut my teeth in the roofing industry in night in the 90s uh when i was a foreman doing service work and just kind of came up through the ranks but uh we love commercial roofing uh flat roofs should not leak um and i've and i've given this um uh out in in the past and i guess i'll go ahead and, and do it again for your listeners today sure. but if you have a roof leak on a flat roof that you can't get fixed um, I'd like to fix one for free. Really? Yeah. So, the, and the thing is, is it's it's normally ninety uh, percent of the time it's something that's obvious. Uh, if the if it's been leaking in that area, you know, over somebody's desk at the office or at a wall or something, it's normally obvious. You'll see where someone's been up there. We, you know, they're putting a roof cement or just junk gunk. They're just gunking up an area. If that hasn't changed it or fixed it. It's in the wrong, you're looking in the wrong spot, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's common sense, but it, it takes a little investigating, but normally we get up on the roof and go, okay, that's what they've been working on. You can t- see all the muck and everything. Look a little bit to the right, left, up, down, different places. And you'll probably find 
pretty easy what the problem is. Now, we do call ourselves Roof Leak Detectives. Right. And I've got some great guys that are you know, Roof Leak Detectives. They're, they're the hound dogs in the business. Um, so I would I would say if you get a caller that wants to call in a commercial building, they've got a roof leak that they just can't fix, we'll fix one for free for your listeners. Okay. Very cool. Just be the first caller. <laughs> yeah, give us a call. Be happy to do it. And if, you, if you're not the first caller, you don't make it in, you know, give us a call. Um, you've got our number here, uh, piroofing.com. Let us know that you heard about this on the Dave Ellswick show, and um, and that's what we're here for. I, I want to serve. You know, that's in my it's in my DNA to serve, and I want to help your listeners fix their roof leaks. Okay, so off the top of my head, seven zero seven thirty five fifty one. There it is. That's that's still, it's not like I've never called the number before. All right, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, they do the job. I've I've said all along with Joel that if you want to get your roof fixed or you're getting a new roof put on. The best way to do it is with PI Roofing. I talked to Elizabeth, who's on my show on Tuesdays. They needed a new roof. They went with you all. And Wonderful. Thank after, you. after they went with you all, four other people in their neighborhood went with you all. That's right. Perfect. And Thank you. People, people, she just raved about your service. Great. Thank you. Great stuff. Let, let's talk about what else happens with, uh, with roofing now and, and why people should Pick somebody like you. Uh, you talk about this all the time, and that is uh, after a, a weather event, whether it could be a tornado, it could be straight line winds, it could be hail, it, it could be a multiple mm-hmm. things. It can be, a, you know, several different things together. The people come from other states. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and prey on Arkansans. Now, they do this in other states, too. They prey on Texans and all kinds oh, yeah. of people. Yeah, they travel. Yep. Yeah, so Arkansas has a contractor's license, uh, licensing board. Uh, unfortunately, for whatever reason, um, my my language, not theirs, they, they've dumbed down the licensing. Okay. Um, it, it's now you can get a license uh, to do home improvement uh, that's not anything to do with roofing, especially commercial roofing. But if, the, if, if you ask your contractor, do you have a license, they go, yes. Well, but you don't know what the license is for. You know, it's home improvement. It's not roofing. Or it, maybe they don't have a, you know, their, their bond limit is not, you know, only $25,000 in, in your roof. So your roof is maybe only 20000 Well, if their bond limit is only twenty five, do you really want that contractor working on a, that big of a job for you? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things to look at when you're looking for, for a contractor. Um, you know, we, we've been in business for 20-plus years now. Right. We have an unlimited bid license with the with the Arkansas um and we have a commercial license, which means we can do everything. We're a general contractor, in fact. Now, we don't want to build a new house. So we, we do help with additions. We do some other stuff like that with our home um, home solutions division. But, you know, when you're looking for somebody, you really need to ask them not just the first question, but maybe the second question. What is your license for? Right. <laughs> what are, You know, what did you do last week? And I'm all about people getting in business. And, again, I love the freedom word. And, uh, and entrepreneurship, but if they were working on cars last week and there was a storm last night and now they're a roofing contractor, you know, are they going to be the best choice in this environment? Sure. Just, I mean, and again, you can choose who you want to choose because that's, again, your freedom, and I, and I love that. I mean, the things that you do are related to each other. Yes, yeah. We want to be the whole package. We want to we keep our customers forever. Uh, that's why I say if, if you kept got me a, for twenty odd years. If we did your roof, even just a repair, if we repaired your roof five years ago and our repair failed, we're probably going to come back and fix it for free. 
And we give mm-hmm. a one-year warranty just to say, hey, it's a one-year warranty. But, you know, we're there for the long haul. We don't want to just be the, the one and gone. Uh, we want to be able to fix your roof, and then we want to be able to fix the ceiling from any damage that was done, gutters, uh, porches, patios, painting, siding, you know, all that stuff you need done to your home or business. All right, we're down to a little over a minute. Let me just tell a personal story. I had PI Roofing do my roof, and I came home the next day, and I looked at it, and I go, what is that on my roof? And it looked like there were waves on it. And I called PI Roofing back. I didn't talk to Joel. I talked to the lady that answered the phone. I told her what the problem is. She said, somebody be out tomorrow, Mr. Oswald. They showed up. Something with the felt, they said, had gone uh, you know, sideways. They came out and replaced everything they had to with, to get that uh, that fixed. No, no cost to me whatsoever. Yep. Came out, did it, and... My wife flipped out because they did it, and then they just left. They cleaned up after themselves, and they just left. Mm-hmm. And she was like, they didn't even ask for money. I said, it was taking care of the business. That's man. right. Yeah. That's what you can expect from PI Roofing and a whole lot more. If you need them, 707 is the number to call at 707-3551, or visit them at piroofing.com. Uh, and if you get a chance... Stop by and say hi to Joel. He'll 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 talk to you. He's yeah, got, we've got some a whole time. showroom there. Staff, everybody's they're waiting to serve you. They like their customers. Thank you, Joel, for coming in. We'll Thanks, have sir. you up again here in another month or so. So Dave Ellswick show back with you at uh, six a.m. Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett, my first guests.